Hey, what's up? It is Friday, June 18th, 2021. And wow, I, the, I th- the past few shows that I've recorded, and I think I said this with Pat, um, the, I think that was the first one I had done in like a month. And then I think this is two weeks later, and I didn't do one last week, and I'm doing one this week. And uh, it, it it's funny behavior behavior wise how uh i i moved the area around where i usually record and prior to moving everything around i had all my stuff set up and plugged in and ready to go when i'd flip the switch and moving all of that stuff and kind of condensing it into a smaller area where i actually had to throw everything together and plug the mics in and plug the interface in and get my computer situated before recording. Uh, it's strange to see how doing something so trivial, um, seems to have altered my, uh, consistency with doing this, but yeah. Um, yeah. I, and I said when I recorded with Pat that I haven't really been paying attention to uh, the, the details of everything going on in the world, but, um, I've still been trying to remain aware of what's going on, uh, just for the sake of being aware of what's going on. But I, I haven't been spending my time watching too much or reading too much into things because I've just been so busy staying caught up with, uh, material for, school, um, which is going well right now. Um, and two, along with the skeptic series, Bible reading stuff that I was doing, um, in hindsight, I probably should have either just recorded those on the side and just stored them to release, uh, which I think is what I'll do going forward. But, um, again, in, in hindsight, I somehow should have foreseen that that was not, um, scheduling wise, the, the best thing to do is try to read the entire Bible on a podcast while also, um, trying to stay on top of studies. So I think the, those two or three, I think it's just two episodes that I have out of that. I'm going to leave out and then the rest of them, um, I'll, if I still have those files, I'll re-upload them, but uh, I'll probably just have to stockpile the the rest of that stuff um, just as time is made available to do so. Because I don't want to devote time to doing just that. I want to just be able to record and speak about whatever um, because that's that that makes me feel best about this and best about expanding on um, my thoughts on stuff. Um, and I just really haven't been... I, I The last book that I finished, fuck, what was it? Uh, I can't even remember. Um, I'm reading uh, the, the complete works of Franz Kafka right now. Um, it's on my nightstand next to my bed. And I've been looking for something more, um, 
I don't know, something that's not stories to read, but it seems like everything that I'm interested in looking at right now on my bookshelf is pretty massive, and I just don't want to add another layer to all the reading I'm doing with school. Um, so it's a little strange for me right now with my uh, interests slash priorities and all that stuff. But, um, yeah. So there's my thinking out loud housekeeping. Um, I see that today's June 18th being that tomorrow is June 19th, which is also called Juneteenth, which has also just been made a national holiday, um, which commemorates the freeing of and the emancipation of all slaves, um, which somehow seems to anger people, um, that it's being made into a holiday. Um, I, I don't know. It, I come on here a lot and I'm just kind of dumbfounded by how bizarre people's perception is of stuff like this, um, where we can manage to find a way to debate about the most obvious things. Um, you know, we have a, a, a former president who I believe is being pursued by New York State for, I think it's got something to do with his taxes or some business dealings that he made in the past, um, who who does a press conference. And I believe, uh, according to the video that I've seen, um, his pants were on backwards. Um, and so I, I think along with some other folks that I've heard talk about it, um, that he may be trying to uh, just proactively uh, build himself uh, a case to claim insanity if he is to come under any sort of uh, whatever the word is, um, charges for anything. Because um, I, I don't believe, unless I've missed a, a fashion trend, um, that, uh, you know, business attire is backward pants, but, um, if, if you can go on the internet and just type in Trump pants on backwards, you'll see the photo and unless it was just bad quality or the, the frame was too fast, excuse me, the frame was too fast. Um, I didn't see a, a fly or anything on his dress pants and uh, I'm pretty sure he was wearing them backwards and that's just that that's not be being critical towards someone I don't like that's just it looked like his pants were on backwards and yeah <laughs> um, but with uh, what, what I was saying about Juneteenth being signed into a national holiday um, and People finding a problem with that, um, we probably know why. Um, it it kind of made me think a little bit about the other holidays that we have, um, and and how we have federal holidays that are for 
religious reasons that half the country doesn't celebrate or recognize or care about, or they, you know, how many people celebrate Christmas uh, religiously, and then how many celebrate Christmas as a reason to just see their friends and family and hang out and eat food and exchange gifts, which um, we do a really good job with for, um, you know, Independence Day and uh, Memorial Day. We don't really use those as holidays to recognize um, what they're supposed to be recognized for, but we kind of just use those as a reason to, um, you know, barbecue and get drunk, um, hang out on boats on the lake that smells horrible. And, uh, you know, I, I think instead of people saying that these things are holidays, um, at least the, you know, these holidays that we've had for so long, they really seem to just be referred to as days off of work. Um, I I just think it's kind of funny because I, I don't, I, I don't really recognize holidays um, unless it's like Thanksgiving or Christmas. Um, I, I despise Halloween. I'm not sure why. Um, and, and just all the other major holidays that we have, I really don't, uh, recognize much past Christmas and Thanksgiving and New Year's, um, and Valentine's Day, I suppose, and St. Patrick's Day, but that's because, you know, it's St. Patrick's Day. Um, what else, what else, what else? But yeah, I, I, I just... I find it hard to even try to understand or pay attention to any sort of rationale that someone can come up with as to why a holiday celebrating the ending of slavery in America is something that we should criticize. It seems like something that would probably be one of the more legitimate contextual things that we could celebrate. Um, but again, it's, I, I think that Biden signing that into, I don't know if it's law, but declaring it a holiday. If these kind of things just serve as a reminder to people that, because I know that some folks in America, for whatever reason, are very prideful of America. Um, and just, it, it seems that any reminder or any mention of any wrongdoing in the past or present um, is unwelcome because it kind of, I don't know, it, it, like we have some sort of reputation that we need to uphold. Um, but it, it, it seems like America's reputation is more of like a, a, a two-way mirror where on one side you can see everything and then on the other side you think you know what's going on on the other side, but you're not really entirely sure. <clears throat> and um, th this kind of goes in with the entire, you know, debate on education and I think it's Florida and Texas that... Um, 
signed some sort of bill saying that they weren't going to teach anything about the 1619 project, which I'm not going to talk about in detail because I, I don't know. Well, you know what? Let's just Google it. Um, because it, it seems like, let's see here. It, and I, I know that this is going to be one of those things that no matter, you know, where you look, depending on what, what source you get your information from, it's going to be kind of slanted one way or the other. Um, so I'll say first what I believe this is, and then I'll dig a little deeper while I'm sitting here to, you know, either confirm or deny if what I thought it was is true. So I, I from what I understand, just by scrolling through Twitter, uh, the 1619 project is basically just an effort to try and properly teach kids in school about the nation's history in respect to slavery and how horribly the, the country has treated people of color in the past and even now. Um, but let me find a legitimate link here. Mm -mm -mm. Okay. Let's see what it is for schools. Because I see a bunch of books um, advertised here, but I know the, the big debate is because of schools. Um, Pulitzer Center, that should be pretty legitimate. Okay, so this is from PulitzerCenter.org, and the article is called The 1619 Project Curriculum. Um, whoa. Oh, this is this is an actual like database for um ah shit, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> Here we go. K twelve dive. Deep dive. What's behind the sixteen nineteen project controversy? Uh, Right-leaning lawmakers in at least five states, Iowa, South Dakota, Missouri, Arkansas, and Mississippi, have introduced legislation that would prohibit schools from teaching the 1619 Project or cut funding from those that do. Uh, the ongoing long-form journalism project was published by the New York Times in 2019 and explores the impact of slavery and contrib contributions of black Americans to the formation and growth of the U.S., while most of the bills are unlikely to advance, Mississippi's legislation already is dead. Iowa this week advanced its proposal, which says curriculum inspired by the project attempts to deny or obfuscate the fundamental principles upon which the U.S. was founded. Uh, those supporting the project say attempts to ban curriculum based on it. Why, why can't I pronounce curriculum? Based on it are a form of censorship and prevent students from engaging in important discussions. Um, here's what I'll say to conservative people who, um, you know, it, I, I think that the, the fact that there's a debate on what we should teach in schools kind of just highlights the idea that we do cherry pick what we teach kids. And I think the most important thing um, that I will do as a parent is to make sure that First and foremost, uh, uh, my child will understand reason, 
and that my child will also understand the history of not just this country, but the history of kind of just the the, the global stance on things and relationships and communication. Because, again, the, the fact that there's a debate over if we're going to teach about something that is historically legitimate and accurate and happened, um, you know, and, and all the things that have followed, um, it, it just goes to show that uh, the, the way that different towns and, and counties and states educate kids um, is, is really just a matter of whoever the decision makers are and what their opinions and uh, social and political perspectives are on things. Um, which is just very detrimental to a, a child's development. And then, you know, you kind of see how stuff is systematic when you have these people making decisions for younger people and they have to grow up in this kind of synthetic environment that's been created around them. Um, they're just going to know what they're told they need to know. Um, you know, and, and we do, at least when I was in school, a lot of learning about different countries and different world events. And of course, World War One and Two are important and the Vietnam War and everything like that. But, you know, I, it, as interesting as it was learning about ancient civilizations, um, I, I feel like when we talked about, you know, the, the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, it was just very, you know, rapid fire. We learned about like, you know, the, the, what it was it called, you know, hippies and, you know, this was Woodstock and it was crazy. There's all these people there and, um, you know, it, it, just being able to, you know, have access to this information now, um, just in this plentiful amount like we do, I find it hard how someone with, how, how someone can even be uh, close-minded in today's day and age. And I really do think that's a product of just the environment that they're raised in, um, you know, compounded with other things, of course, but um, I, I don't know. Um, for For someone to say something like, well, you know, my 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 parents taught me this or in school I was taught this um, and, and to just take it as you know an objective truth is very um, you know I, I think unless there's anything you know supporting it and, and making it fact um, that just undeniable fact um, I just don't get how someone can be confident in what they're learning. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I, I just feel like if we could kind of pull back on some things that we teach kids in school, um, and I'm not saying pull back as in, you know, teach them in a different way. I'm saying just teach them different things, but... I think the curriculum should be pretty, you know, flat out obvious where, you know, there, there's no debate um, as to what, 
history is. I mean, if something happened and we know that it happened, we have, we have documentation and, and photos and testimonials and, and videos that it actually happened. And to try and alter that or just completely neglect the idea of it um, because of, I don't know, whatever the reason may be, um, it's very, it's going to sound strange to say it, but it's like unloving to miseducate people and, and try to determine what their perspective is going to be basically just by spoon feeding them certain things. Um, I say history happened. We, we know what the history was, teach the history and then teach what was wrong about the history and, you know, reflect on where we are now today because of it and what still needs improvement. And this goes for, you know, history and, and science and health. But I, and I know I say this a lot, I just don't understand how people formulate these perspectives on things that just honestly, I, I don't know which other way to say it. They just don't make sense. Um, and so, of course, the 1619 Project would be controversial because there's states that we know have just a, a, a lack of interest in recognizing the fact that America is not, you know, the, the golden child that they want to be, that they see in the mirror. Um, you know, we're, we're just as bad as anyone else. The, the, the blood stains on the hands are, are there for maybe different reasons than other countries might be, I don't want to say known for because they're not known for it. But, um, you know, I, I think pretty much every country has blood on their hands for something. Um, and it, it's the fact that it can't be recognized and that it can't be uh, called out, which, again, I'll say it again, I just don't understand. Um, you know, if, if you... Because the thing I don't get is like... It's not like someone's making some sort of admittance of personal wrongdoing. It's just acknowledging something that happened. And so I don't understand the shame in it. Unless it's just, you know, in 2021, if it just rattles down to, um, you know, if, if you think a certain way, you're not going to get, you know, corporate money or something. Um but yeah, the, the, let's just keep reading. Uh, the Pulitzer Center offered curricular resources based on the project after its publication. It also offered grants to 40 educators in 2021 to develop standards, aligned units meant to engage students with the project or related content, among the other things. I like the just broadness of these statements. Uh, since the 1619 project was published in August 2019, related curricular materials have reached approximately 4,500 classrooms. So it sounds like basically what this is is just a a, uh, a package, in a sense, of resources and uh, documentation as to, hey, you know, this is relevant. Let the kids know about this and then let them just take this information and compound it on to everything else that they've learned throughout their education. Um 
by by contrast, Trump pushed for a 1776 commission that encouraged communities reasserting control of how children receive patriotic education in their schools. I really don't think that we should teach or enforce um, patriotic education. Um, I really feel like if anyone knew the 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 real, you know, detail by detail timeline of their country's history that no one would be patriotic. Um, you know, it, it's really easy to be patriotic when you only look at the good things. Um, and even then it's kind of astounding the, the list of good things, how short it is. Um, and then even looking at America, you know, we, what, two presidents ago, it was, uh, wasn't it illegal for, gay people to be married or, or it wasn't and it, it, I, I'm googling right now because me me saying that just sounds so insane um, yeah uh, on, on June 26 2015 the Supreme Court struck down all states bans on same-sex marriage legalized it in all 15 state or 50 states Jesus and required states to honor out-of-state same-sex marriage licenses in the case Obergefell versus Hodges. Yeah, so just six years ago, it was illegal in some states for gay people to get married. So when you look at the timeline and look at, you know, things like this where it's so obvious, it's like, who cares if it's, you know, uh, man, woman, 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 man, man, uh, transgender person, whoever else it shouldn't matter as long as people are happy with each other um, and want to be together. Um, just looking at something like that, it's like, okay, what, what, how, how does this excite you that, you know, in 2015, we decided that this was finally the time to, to make it so this could happen anywhere in the country. Um, yeah so strange um and and people are proud that it takes us so long to get to a a reasonable conclusion on something um i I don't know i I just think if if we remove you know the 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 realm of science and things that actually take research to get to a reasonable conclusion on something should be the pretty obvious and, and fastest way because it just really shouldn't take too much uh thought to come to a reasonable conclusion, which is usually just doing whatever the right thing is. Um, but again, doing the right thing and, uh, you know, being reasonable and, and logical is kind of just a personal definition today. Um, but yeah, I, I see some books here which I might have to take a look at on Amazon because it, I don't know. You know I, I see people complaining about um, that, that it's, it, it would teach people to not like America. Um, you know, which I, I think to an extent is a, a valid argument, but I think that we should hate and love it. Right. Because, I mean, we it is great in the sense of we have a lot of opportunities and stuff that other countries simply just don't have. Um, 
you know, we ha- we have access to things. It's a wealthy country, despite the national debt, which is insane. Um, but it, you know, compared to other countries, yeah, it's definitely, you know, very close to the top. Um, definitely not number one overall, I would say. But uh, you know, just based on the fact that we practically were, you know, on the edge of a civil war almost it seems just six eight months ago um yeah we we should understand the things that we like and understand the things that we hate and you know recognize that there are things that we love and hate um you know in in our relationship with how we perceive our our country and our neighbors and our significant others we're not going to like everything about everyone we're not going to like everything about something um you know you you read a book and you're going to come across stuff that you don't agree with that you disagree with things that change your perspective you know positively negatively and you know i love stand-up comedy but sometimes i hear something and i'm like ah that's kind of um you know but that doesn't mean that i hate the whole thing you know we, we we can't hate the whole thing um and I think to do that and to kind of have that perspective is to just, again, be close-minded to just all the details that you refuse to recognize. Um, if I like something, I'm going to use that information to apply to other things and say, you know, do I like this thing? Why do I like this thing? Why do I not agree with this thing? Um, but to just have one detail that draws your opinion on something that's not good um and it seems like that's kind of where the debate lies with a lot of things now is it's like okay well let's look at this one detail which we should but people just use one detail to to paint the picture for themselves and their constituents which i don't think is good um it's not good for people that are living now and people that haven't been born yet. Because again, it seems like, you know, depending on where you are geographically and how you were raised, that this stuff kind of just, for the most part, uh, seems to just kind of pass down through generations where, you know, it just seems the same. And then, like, people are astonished when, you know, you have someone that was raised in like a conservative household, like super conservative that, you know, goes to protests and shit. It, it's it, it's astounding to people that that happens and controversial, I guess you could say. Um, but when it's just, you know, people can have opinions on things that are on different sides of the, the socio-political fence. But I think when it comes to a lot of social issues... Um, that there's really only one way to go about it, um, you know. And I see it all the time, and I'm sure a lot of folks listening to this have seen it too, where, you know, you can argue about economics and, and policies and foreign policy, but the things that you really can't argue about have to do with race and, and 
social equality and treating people the right way and making sure that that people are taken care of or people that have kids that you know if they can't take care of their children that there's resources to help them out or there's resources to help out schools um, so we can educate kids properly and teach them you know right from wrong and good from bad and you know this is why we learn from this thing that happened that should have never happened um you know we're kind of removing the the cause and effect and it just seems like we're really just pushing you know this is what we're going to do this is what we're going to do this is what we're going to do and we're not going to explain why we're just going to you know kind of be a, a a complete contrast of whatever the opposite side says for the sake of just being opposition um but i really don't think people understand um you know i maybe if you took you know, powerful people, if you just took the power away from them for like a week, if it would help them get grounded, because I just forgot what I was saying. Um, I don't know, it, it just seems like some people aren't in tune with life. And yeah, it just opposition just creates more opposition, in spite um you know, and we, we've, you know, the the whole pen is mightier than the sword where you have, you know, uh, government officials in certain states signing bills to, you know, ban whatever. Um, and whatever the thing is that they're banning is fairly reasonable and ethical thing that they are in opposition of. Um, I bought shorts on the internet the other day um and they asked if i wanted to round up my purchase to donate to uh children in schools who are essentially like outcast or disenfranchised because they're not provided the same resources because of their how they identify sexually um when I saw it, I was like, well, I mean, obviously this, you know, I would be donating to children who are disadvantaged because they're treated differently because of how they identify. But it's the, like the fact that kids are looked down upon because they aren't in, you know, this kind of strictly, you know, and I say binary in the sense of, you know, you're either... Uh, this or that, or, you know, how you lean politically, you're either 100% one or 100% the other, there's no in-betweeners, there's no sitting on the fence. Um, the, the fact that that is a mentality, where there's like, there's no in-between, there's no gray area, there's no reading between the lines, you're either this or you're that, is just so, again, I'll say it again, it's so strange and hard to understand. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to, and I think this is something I've kind of been like subliminally thinking about a lot. Um, excited to have kids just for the fact that I, I feel like in teaching them, I'll also be teaching myself because I'll be able to see how someone being exposed to information for the first time um will kind of on the spot process it and, and use it to 
you know, layer over and compare and contrast with other things that they've been exposed to. Um, and that just seems, you know, in not like an experimental sense at all, um, just in like a developmental sense, very interesting to me. Um, I don't even know what I talked about here. I can't remember. Uh, so I'm going to sign off. Um, what else? What else? What else? I don't think I mentioned this yet, but I took my website and just renamed it. So it's not wolfmedia.co anymore. It's ethankern.co. Um, just to add personal attachment to it. Um, I, and I, I really haven't done anything on there uh, lately, but, um, you know, it's just another way to, to find the podcast, um, another way to get in touch. Um, and, you know, if I have anything profound enough that I feel like I need to sit in front of a computer and write about how I feel about something, I'll do that. But I think I only have one thing up there that I've written. Um, so there's that, but yeah, um, again, I'm going to sign off, um, find something and think about it. Uh, and I will talk to you. Mm, Let me think. Yeah. I don't see why I can't talk to you next week. Bye.